Star Wars, wonderful Star Wars, glorious Star Wars, we love you so. Hey, so, you'll never guess what I just saw. Well, I saw it a couple days ago. Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Saw it with my friend Chris Parente, thanks to him for getting me a chance to see the movie on Monday, four days before it even opened. Chris works in, he's an entertainment reporter on the local Fox station, and he uh, was assigned to go see that movie and got me in to see it, so thanks to Chris. I was really hoping and looking forward to him joining me on this review. That would have been awesome, but he's a really busy guy, um, very demanding job. Plus, I mean, come on, the dude's a five-time Emmy winner, so, I mean, I'm pretty small time, but... uh. Maybe one of these days I would love to have him on here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give two reviews. I'm going to give a non-spoiler review. And also I'm going to release a second video that will be a, a, a spoiler review. And I'll, I'll put those out pretty much consecutively one after the other. So, you know, you have an, the opportunity to choose from each. And uh, so let me get into the non-spoiler review. I will give away that the movie was not predictable. It was not what I expected. Pretty much nothing about it was what I expected. And we'll, we'll get into the spoiler review on whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. That, you know, were, were some of the things that I was expecting not fulfilled. Other things that I wasn't expecting were kind of, you know, very much pleasant surprises. So let's talk about it in the other video. So I hope you look forward to that as well. I told Chris when we were watching this that about 10 minutes in, I looked over at him and I said, I don't think I blinked once. And I think that might be the case. I don't know. Because it was so just right out of the gate, just like so riveting and action-packed. And it, I mean, it's it's a Star Wars movie, so you know it's going to be fast-paced, but kind of the the stakes that they were setting up were so intense that you were just you were glued to the screen like I was I know I was sitting forward in, in my recliner chair and which I'm thinking that must have been an awkward position to be in right but um the I mean there was just such a good combination of like I said um suspense that was building as well as humor that was brought on by some of the characters um, I'll just say that Poe is a very he he's t he's filled the the shoes of of Han Solo as being the the snarky you know bad boy um, character who who doesn't give a fuck who you know says whatever he wants to whomever and you definitely get that impression at the beginning of the movie and you know and I say that I. I didn't predict anything in this movie or I couldn't predict in anything in this movie. After I saw the movie, I was hanging out with some friends of mine who were also big Star Wars fans and <clears throat> talking to them, they were throwing their speculations at me. They weren't necessarily trying to get me to like say yes or no to the things that they were guessing, but they, they just wanted to throw their speculations at me. And so it was entertaining for me to, to just get an opportunity to see what was on people's mind and what they thought was coming up. And they're so far off. Like they, I couldn't tell you how far off the mark they were. And uh, I mean, just so far from the mark of what I predicted would be. Character plot 
etc. I mean, the the characters, the and the stories that were told of the characters and um, gosh, how do I say this without giving too much away? Like, I, I for lack, I mean, the best thing I can say is background origin were not what I expected. Plot was not what I expected. The way the story was going to go was not the way I expected. But you know what? That's been a theme in every Star Wars movie that I've seen in my that's come out in my lifetime. You know, so I was born in 1984, uh, and Return of the Jedi came out in 1983. So obviously, I didn't see those in theaters. Well, I did see them in theaters for the the re-release in the 90s, but uh, not for the original. But um, you know, I saw all the uh, all of the prequel trilogy in theaters. And obviously, as well as you know, Rogue Squadron or Rogue One, and uh, these these you know episodes seven and eight, and no Star Wars movie that's been a brand new Star Wars movie that's come out in my lifetime, I've predicted or I've I've come close to predicting what the plot is. Maybe that says something about me. I don't know. I would like to think it says something about the way that these storytellers are putting together a Star Wars movie that they're putting it together in a way maybe they're intentionally trying to make it unpredictable and they're they're staying cognizant of what fan speculation is and while they're writing these movies perhaps they're keeping that in mind and they're they're um, deviating from what people's expectations are i don't know but for example like in the original trilogy i would say episode one was kind of wasn't too unpredictable there wasn't too much in that that you didn't see coming episode two i fully expected anakin to make a turn at least at the halfway point the episode two would be the movie that he was um seduced by the dark side and made it was conflicted and made his turn and then we saw that turn in the second half of episode two and then all of episode three would be a battle against darth vader um and leading up to his destruction and recast into the into the the mechanical suit that we all know about but uh yeah that i mean that wasn't even true we we only got darth vader like the last half hour or so of episode three and then you know and, and him in the suit was very brief as well um i uh i do believe and it's, it's going to be interesting to see this once everything comes out. I think some people are going to be disappointed at the lack of character development and origins of several characters. That was something that I was bummed out about. There, I was expecting this this um, this movie to have a lot of origin story, a lot of background, a lot at least a lot of explanation on certain characters and who they are, why they are, the way that they are, where they came from, etc. No. Um, so that was kind of a bummer and you don't expect some, some certain, there are certain characters that I did not expect to, I was kind of disappointed on the way that they turned out and we'll get into this again in the spoiler review of who this is and why I felt this way. Um, there were some pleasant surprises though of new characters. I'm not going to say who necessarily, but some characters there you know in star wars there's often the theme of new people you know rising up to kind of um fill the shoes of of other characters uh 
And so I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised of at least one new character that was awesome. I will say the the little creatures that um, in the trailer is sitting in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon next to Chewbacca and does his own little roar. He's like a little bird guy. Those guys are awesome. And I, like I was thinking to myself the entire movie, I'm like, this is what you're. This is like the the BB-8 of episode um, six, no seven. Uh, you know, you're going to expect to see in the Disney stores and stuff. Everybody's going to be stocking these little guys. They're really, really cute. Um, there were points where I thought to myself, okay, we've we've been here long enough as far as like a certain setting or a certain um, place where they're, they're trying to, uh, I guess, what am I trying to say? They're trying to... Um, build some sort of tension or they're trying to uh, to tell a really complex story and I just was thinking to myself we've been here for like a really long time for a big chunk of the movie and it's time to kind of like all right let's let's get a move on all right you know like what are we trying to say here can we just kind of it's it's dragging a little bit it's going a little bit slow can can we get this message across once and for all so there something is actually happening and not so much just um uh build up i guess it was it felt like there was a great deal of unnecessary build up in certain places and i'm alluding to this now but i again in the spoiler review i will will certainly talk more about that um s there was so much of this sort of drag in one location that i i started to think i was starting to wonder if it was going to go anywhere and Although it did end up go eventually going somewhere, because th there was so much time spent in one location in one area that once it finally did go to go somewhere else, it was slightly underwhelming. That, um, uh, I suppose we didn't get to the buildup or the expectation was was so great that it, um the the result was sort of a letdown i guess it was still cool but less than i thought it was going to be um and it kind of made you disappointed too because there's there were a lot of these characters where you're like i really you know leading up to the to the new movie you thought to yourself i really am looking forward to seeing this character do something and it was just kind of like this all right okay is something gonna happen let's do it come on let's go but uh we'll talk about that later on in the other video Um, I will say, too, you know, and I was thinking about this while watching this movie. I think the the prequels, when I'm watching, okay, like episode, um, uh, what's what was the, the last one? Um, Force Awakens, Rogue One, and this movie. Something that made me appreciate the prequels a great deal more than I ever have compared to these ones is that, I really in, I enjoyed the prequels because they are so heavy with Jedi and Sith. Like, that's such a big part of the story is the Jedi and the Sith. And I feel like these last three movies that have come out um, in the last two years are really sort of lacking that. Um, I know that that's always a kind of an overarching theme in all of these movies, but... Um, and maybe that's just my preference in the Star Wars movies. I want to see a lot of Jedi and Sith... Um, conflict and back and forth and and you don't I don't really get that as much in these movies 
um, to me, I feel like that's sort of the backbone of all of these stories is what's good, you know, what, what there's the conflict between the Jedi and Sith leave everything else hanging in the balance. Like what happens between these two entities is going to determine every other um, story arc or plot or um, scenario that is is going on in the Star Wars universe. And that is still a theme in these movies, but it's just, I feel like it's really downplayed. So that is one thing that if you could say, what do you think my personal opinion is as far as a strength in the prequels, that would be it, is that the the Jedi-Sith conflict is so much more pronounced than those. In comparison to A Fortune's, what I really preferred about this movie is that it wasn't a rehash of an older Star Wars movie. That was, you know, like, a lot of times we see new movies like this that are that are, are, are such, like, an epic event, and we are so excited about them, we have such high expectations about them, that we go and see them, and on initial viewing, or maybe even a couple times, we're, we're almost, like, starstruck by the movie, and we're willing to overlook flaws for a little while, and I think that that's why... Nowadays, so much nerd rage comes out um, after a movie is sort of trying to stand, withstand the test of time after a while. And my, like I would say, such a big, big glaring flaw of Force Awakens is that beat for beat, it's basically a remake of A New Hope. And that really bothers me. And a lot of people like that because their attitude is, is, well, you know, A New Hope, was the one that got it right like it's almost flawless it's great the story is just so good so they would be stupid to try to not take that formula and do it again well yeah you know like look at the things that made a new hope great and then just try to tell your own story not not just disguise it as an updated version of of a new hope because gosh force um force awakens was i mean they're right down to you have a scrappy little droid that's carrying information that, you know, plans for something that are so critical to the outcome of the galaxy. Like, that one detail is something that carried over again into into Force Awakens. And I really, I don't know, I, I thought that, I don't think that that garnered enough criticism, especially in the age of social media when people are tearing apart, like, everything, every minute detail of every movie. And that seemed to really just get a pass the fact that it was so so clearly just a rehash. It looked great. It was beautiful. But that's what I liked about this movie. I, I liked that it borrows elements from older Star Wars movies, but it doesn't, it, it didn't just, you know, beat for beat try to be another, uh, pretty much just a remake of another Star Wars movie. Um, there is a lot of, when I mention it borrowing a lot of good elements from older Star Wars movies, there's a lot of throwback and fan service. For example, in the way of, of special or practical effects with the creatures, there's a, a scene that's almost kind of like a glorified version of the cantina scene from um, A New Hope. And you get to see these characters, these little creatures and everything, and they're they're beautiful. Some of them I, I know are CGI or there's a mixture of practical effects and CGI, which I think is kind of the way to do it, is use it sparingly. 
but man, they looked really cool. They looked great, and that was a really fun scene. Visually, it's probably the best in in the series. It's a beautiful, beautiful film. Uh, I, especially that opening scene that I mentioned that was so riveting. I'm not, gosh, you know, like I'm not gonna try to bullshit you because I'm not a like a technical film expert or whatever. I just know what I like. I know what looks good. And there are probably a lot of, I know that there are probably a lot of movies that I think look really cool that anybody with any kind of actual film expertise or knowledge would take me to task on. But I just, I think it, all I can say is it looked gorgeous. Um, let me see what else. So, I mean, <clears throat> that's, I feel like that's the best I can give you without having to spoil too much. Maybe it can kind of set your expectations a little bit differently going in to see the movie tonight or this weekend or the following week. But, you know, let me know what you think. Am I, am I correct in my, in my criticisms and my, my praises for this movie? And uh, we can look back in retrospect and, and see what you think. Hey, you know, one thing that I just want to remind everybody about that I always say is this is something that I do on my own time that, it, it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort to do this. I don't ask for any sort of monetary compensation or Patreon or anything like that. I just do this because I love doing it. It's fun and I'm passionate about it. This is what my, my background and my education is in, is journalism. And uh, I, I'm trying to utilize those skills as best I can on my own time and on my own terms. So all that I ask, as, as, as opposed to you guys asking for you guys to, to fund me in any way, is just uh, help me get this content out there. If you like what you see, like it, share it on Facebook.com slash Cafe. Get the let your, your friends know that, that you saw a cool review. Our Twitter handle is at Eclectica Cafe. You can download our content on SoundCloud.com slash Cafe, Stitcher, and iTunes. And, of course, you can uh, watch the video portion on YouTube as well.